This is the sixth segment of Michael Ellis's lecture on his theory of dog training. If you'd like to watch the other five segments, you can go to my website and go to the streaming video section of my website and watch these other segments. Any other questions on that stuff? Yeah. Something else. You use, um, every time you say you use your marker, the reward, you don't use any um, well, I, there are certain places, it depends on what the behavior is. So there are certain places where, um, like, let's say I'm teaching a stay to my dog. I'm going to teach my dog a sit-stay. I won't use my, my reward marker that releases the dog. I'll use my intermediate, my continuation marker. And I may take a reward to the dog when I do that intermittently. So I might leave my dog over there and say, sit. I step away from him. He stays in a sit. I say, good. I walk back over. I give him a piece of food. I step away again. Good. I walk back over. I give him a piece of food, right? So I'm paying him in the position. I'm paying him for staying there. I'm paying him for duration, but I'm not releasing him out of it. But I'm giving him feedback that he's right. Every time you say your yes, you Every time I say my yes, the dog's going to be released from whatever. So if I were going to use yes there, so if my dog's over there and I say sit, and he sits, and I say yes, he's going to jump up and come towards me and go, hey, where's my reward, right? You know, you're going to throw the ball for me. You're going to feed me. What's it going to be, right? So if I want to work on stability in a behavior or duration, then I frequently take rewards to the dog in place. Step away, return, give the dog a reward, and I use my other marker. So we really have two markers that mean you're right. right? For me, they're yes and good, but it doesn't matter what they are. You make up your own. But they have two that means you're right. One that means you're right and you're being released into a reward. The other means keep going and you're either get a reward or keep going and I'll bring a reward to you in place. Not no, yeah. So, always give a reward. Now I say that um, you don't have to. It's like anything. If I rewarded the dog every time I say yes, and I hit a spot, and I didn't reward the dog, the dog's going to be okay. But I don't make a habit of not rewarding them because this sound has now been conditioned to mean good things to the dog. So it would take. I would have to not reward them a lot when I said it for it to start to lose its power. But if I do too much, if I release the dog, yes, and don't give him a reward too much, then you'll start to lose the power of that reward. So I would say I almost always give them a reward. The other thing is, and this is sort of an advanced thing that I do later, but the idea is that I build in different ways of rewarding my dog. So what I do is I teach my dog little games that we play. So I teach my dog to spin right and spin left in a circle, go between my legs. I have these little games. I teach him to jump up and hit my, my hand with his nose. And when I'm teaching these initially, each of these things predicts a reward for my dog. So I say spin, my dog spins in a circle, I say yes, bang, he gets a reward, gets a tug, and we play tug. I teach him touch, he jumps up in the air and hits my hand with his nose, and I say yes, and I give him a reward. Through rehearsal, those little actions, those little games, become reinforcing unto themselves. So I'm at that point, he just likes to spin, and he likes to jump up and hit my hands, because it's been paired. So now, those things feel good to him, so I can release my dog and say touch, 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 spin, heel and off we go again and that little interlude was rewarding to the dog right so there are lots of ways i can some dogs are so socially uh, uh pack driven or they're so they like uh social contact that i may release the dog and pet them or ruffle with them and wrestle with them or whatever it depends on the dog but most of the time the vast majority of the time when i release the dog i'm giving them a primary reinforcer which for us in our training system is usually food or a toy so it's usually either a piece of food or a game of tug or I'm throwing the ball for you or whatever it is. Those are those are the ones we use most frequently. Yes. Um, 
they both worked it out. It, uh, it was less than ideal. So the sensitive one uh, always looked a little bit mushed after that. He got through it, he survived, and he went on and did stuff, but he, didn't, he never really coped with handling pressure well. And We're going to end this part of the lecture here. Our next newsletters will be a continuation of this lecture for Michael Ellis.